This is Chris Hughes with the Christian Perspective Podcast with Chris Hughes, where we encourage our listeners to engage the culture with Jesus Christ. Your Chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. So enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together, we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. What a treat we have for you today on Kingdom Pursuits as we have... Our friend Michael Woolworth back with Bible League. And, you know, the Truth Network has been uh, partnering again with Bible League as we have this wonderful, just amazing opportunity. Like if there was ever a time where people needed God's word, we have to be in that time. (laughs) I guess there always is time. But, you know, what? for such a time as this, we have this opportunity to share. we got amazing stories. Michael, so good to have you back with us. Chicago area where Bible League is situated. I hope that's true for you. Yeah, unfortunately, he didn't get he didn't get it potted up just quite. So could you say that sentence again? Do you mind? Yeah, Robbie, can you hear me okay now? I do. I do now. Okay, listen, brother, you're sounding great. What a joy to be with you. I'm calling you from the Chicago area where Bible League has our home base. It's a beautiful day in the Chicago area, and I hope that's true for wherever you're at today, Robbie. So, Having lived in Naperville and Elmhurst, where where, oh. where in in Chicago land do you live? So uh, so Bible League is in the southernmost part of Chicago land. The town is called Crete. Remember Crete in the Bible? Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're our office is in Crete. I'm just over the Indiana line, so I'm in God's country in Northwest Indiana, <laughs> uh, Robbie. <laughs> not, not terribly far from Gary, Indiana. Exactly. It's a town that knew me when. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. spectacular. So, yeah, we have an amazing, amazing uh, show on tap for you today with the Bible League getting into these stories, opportunities again for us to send Bibles because one five dollars sends one Bible, fifty dollars sends ten, a hundred sends twenty, and five hundred sends a hundred Bibles. And again, that number we're going to give it out a lot, but it's one eight hundred nine three seven nine six seven three, or you can either go to Truth Network or Kingdom Pursuits. If you feel led to give uh, those Bibles, is where you're talking about all the fruits of where that happens. But you may know that the name of Bible League is Bible League. So, Christian, as you might imagine, um, speaking of league. <laughs> so, speaking of league, you know, I wanted to start a hide and seek league. Oh, here it comes. We're actually going to get the shenanigans in. All right, he hit the wrong button. It's okay. <laughs> now I feel better because we're actually going to play shenanigans before we get into the Bible League. So speaking of league, as I talked out, um, you know, I wanted to start a hide-and-seek league. Do you know it's a difficult thing, Christian? You know why? Why? Why was that? To start a... a Hide and seek league, you know it's 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 hard to find good players. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about that, yeah. So, um, 
you know, my girl really loves orange soda. I don't know if you knew that. Tammy just loves orange soda. In fact, you know, sort of way out of my league. Do you think that's a crush or just fantasy? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. All right. And we'll see for those um, Wonder Woman lovers out there. So I don't know if you ever wondered it, but you know how Wonder Woman got her new sword? New sword. Sword. You know how she got her new sword? I don't know. I don't have any idea. <laughs> Amazon Prime. Ha! Perfect. <laughs> it helps if you're down there. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'll, I felt betrayed when my girlfriend joined a softball league under... <clears throat> I just can't believe I've destroyed that. Anyway, I felt betrayed when my girlfriend joined a softball league without telling me. You know why, Christian? I bet you can guess. Joined a softball league without telling you. Yeah, it was underhanded. Yeah, was <laughs> <laughs> that makes total sense. And my personal favorite on this league list of league jokes that I've struggled with this morning because I guess I've played too many shenanigans, but I do love this joke. I hope I don't destroy it. It's absolutely hilarious. Did you hear, Christian, about the new snail racing league? Snail racing league. No, I didn't hear about that, Robbie. Have you heard about it, Michael? It's the Snail Racing League. <clears throat> uh, you know, I, I guess I missed that one, Robbie. <laughs> yeah, it's called the NASCAR Go. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of French people in the stands for that one. Uh, yeah, we. We. So anyway. <laughs> Good stuff. So, uh, yeah, we actually have a Bible riddle that you can call in and win today if you can guess this. So in what chapter of the Bible... In, excuse me, in what chapter of the book of Joshua did he make a major league decision with a minor team? <clears throat> in what chapter of the book of Joshua? This is actually a pretty hard one. In what book of the, you know, in which book of Joshua did he make a major, major league decision? I'm just not reading well today with a minor team. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And if you can guess that, Christian, tell them what they'll win. What they're going to win is a fabulous prize from the King of Pursuit. Oh, my goodness. We're all having trouble today. <laughs> the King of Pursuit prize vault. Well, there you go. We got it all said. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. All you got to tell us is which book of Joshua did he make a major league decision with a minor team? So getting back to Michael and the Bible League. So since the last time we talked, you know, things have just increasingly like we need the Bible worse than ever, don't we? Well, I'll tell you what we're doing today. We are addressing what is arguably the number one issue facing the global church. What is that? The loss of religious freedom around the world. Uh, Robbie, that means that people who follow Jesus pay a heavy price simply because they believe he is the way, the truth, and the life. Let me give you a few statistics. A, a group that keeps an eye on religious persecution around the world is Pew Research. What do they tell us? Three things. The year 2021 is the most violent year on record in modern history for religious persecution. They'll tell us there's no other religious group persecuted more around the world than evangelical Christians. And then thirdly, they'll tell us that every five minutes outside of the U.S., a Christian is martyred simply because of his or her faith. Now listen, let me give you some perspective on that. We'll worship tomorrow, right? So at the, by the end of the average long uh, worship service, hour, uh, average hour-long worship service in America, 
that statistic I just shared means that 12 believers will die by the end of that service in other parts of the world. I mean, while we worship within the confines of pretty much safety, we don't worry about if we're going to get beaten or jailed because we follow Christ. Um, it's an altogether different level around the world. Now, I'm not saying that death is associated with every case of persecution, but I can tell you that at Bible League, now in our 84th year of ministry, um, we know Christians by name in specific villages in Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Latin America, who are singled out, targeted, monitored. They've been beaten, jailed, threatened with death. Many have died uh, simply because of their Christian faith. But listen, we want to share some stories today of specific groups of Christians in places like China and on the continent of Africa and in Latin America. We'll take you to the Middle East and share specific stories of Christians who are characterized by two things, Robbie. They love their, they, they love their enemies. Uh, they don't see people around them that persecute them as people to hate. They see them as the mission field. They know they need Jesus. And then secondly, Robbie, this is profound, they count it all joy. They count it all joy to suffer for the Lord Jesus. And so we want to come alongside these believers. It's tempting when you hear those statistics and you hear the stories that we'll share this hour to have empathy. That's a natural reaction. But our prayer is to take that a step further and send these Christians exactly what they're praying for, not an end to their suffering, but for the Word of God in their own language to be able to endure and persevere. And we'll tell you how Bible League does that as we go along today. Uh, again, God's uniquely positioned us in the work of the Great Commission all over the world and we'll, we'll kind of flesh that out as we go along. But our goal, Robbie, is to bless 3,500 persecuted believers, again, that we know by name at Bible League, at $5 a Bible. We want to do that at $5 a Bible. So simple math tells you $50 will send 10 $100 puts uh, God's Word into the hands and hearts of 20 persecuted believers. These are members of our spiritual family, and again, they're not praying for an end of their suffering. They're praying that we'll respond and send them the Bible. Yeah, that's so wonderful. And I, I know it's been my experience as we talk to the, the folks that have really been under the worst persecution, that they always have this amazing spirit of, of that they've been comforted and that they're honoring God through that. So I can hardly wait for these stories. So you stay tuned. And if you got an answer to the question, you call us 866-348-7884. Looking forward to being right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. We're so blessed to have with us Michael Woolworth with Bible League today as we are hearing these amazing stories of how God is working around the world in providing Bibles and the people that are needing them the most. Like, what a time to be able to provide this. And so, Michael, I know our listeners are anxious to hear. Give us a story. Yeah, you know, again, we're addressing today what is arguably the number one issue facing the global church, the loss of religious freedom. It means that Christians are paying a very, very heavy price to follow the Lord Jesus and today, Robbie, we get to step into their story, and I want to tell you about a couple of specific groups right now, we'll do this throughout the entire hour, that really could benefit from your prayers and financial support today. Uh, let me take you to the Middle East and tell you about a man by the name of Ephraim. Who is he? Well, he's a bivocational pastor um, just outside of Cairo, Egypt. That means that he pastors a very small evangelical church. In his former life, before he became a believer, he was a radical. He hated Christians. In fact, he would destroy churches 
and assault. Uh, people that uh, called on the name of Jesus, God had a different plan for him, Rob. He brought him to saving faith. He became a pastor, received some theological training. And so he pastors a small congregation. He also owns a convenience store. And um, one day, radicals showed up. They burned that store down. Let me tell you what his crime was. He simply displayed Christian tracts in Arabic on the counter of that store. These radicals would have nothing to do with that. So they destroyed the store. And rather than retaliate, the man has no money, by the way, to rebuild. Rather than retaliate with violence, you know what he's done? He's retaliated with the gospel. And he began to seek out those, uh, even those that persecuted him, and he invited them to learn about Jesus using a Bible study program from Bible League. And so week after week, as these people would come and they would learn about who Jesus Christ is, I can tell you that about 88 people, almost 100, associated with the story that I just mentioned, this man persecuted simply because he follows Christ there outside of Cairo, Egypt. A hundred people have come to Christ, but I can tell you it's a terrible place to try to find a Bible and that's what these people are praying for. I tell you, when you come to faith having leave, uh, having left uh, radical Islam, your family puts tremendous pressure on you. They see you as disgracing the family. They want you to renounce Christ. But I can tell you, these new believers, Robbie, they're focused on Jesus. They're praying for a hundred Bibles right now in Cairo, Egypt. And then let me just tell you another quick story from the Democratic Republic of the Congo. A man by the name of Rusus, he's a pastor there. And one day his sons went missing, three sons. Gabriel, Titus, and Ian, and there was a terrorist cell within the Democratic Republic of the Congo. They're in the news right now. They hate Christians. They're wreaking havoc on various parts of that country, but they killed these boys. And again, rather than retaliate with violence, Pastor Russes and his congregation would go to these neighboring villages. They had a sense of where these people came from, and they began to invite them to learn about Jesus, to learn about forgiveness and grace. And again, in that story alone, about 150 people have come to Christ there in the remote part of the Democratic Republic of the Congo. And so I can tell you, these are a couple of stories of Christians that are willing to suffer. They they love their enemies, Robbie, and they count it all joy to suffer for the Lord Jesus. And so I know it's tempting just to feel some empathy for these believers. There's two pastors whose uh, sons were killed. Um, their, their, uh, their, their store was burned down, again, for no other reason than being a Christian, and yet we can step into the story and send them exactly what they're praying for at only $5 a Bible. And I can tell you together, uh, Bible League and Truth Network have said, we want to put the Bible in the language of the receiver into the hands and the hearts of 3,500 Bibleist believers. We need to do that by July 4th, so this campaign won't go on forever, but it's an opportunity for us as you wake up wherever you are today and you say, Lord, I want to be a blessing. How do I bless the persecuted church from half a world away? Today is your opportunity, and I can tell you, Bible League is just simply honored. In the past, Truth listeners, you've been amazing in your giving, and we're simply asking, will you do it again, and this time on behalf of the persecuted church? $5 sends a Bible. How many can you send today? So I'm, I'm really curious about you had said in the, in the case of the man outside of, was it Cairo? Egypt. Cairo, Egypt, yeah. And and I'm guessing also in the Congo, those were Bible League Bible studies. What, how, can you explain how that works? Yeah, let me tell you how this works, Robbie. There's not a place on earth where we've ministered for 84 years where we are not connected to the local evangelical church. That's That's God's blueprint, right? For the gospel to go forth, where you invite people into kingdom life. So we're not, we're not lone wolves out there. We're connected 
or there's what we call under-resourced churches. Let me tell you what doesn't characterize those. It doesn't mean they don't love God. doesn't mean they're lacking in love for others. It means God has them planted where it's difficult to live out your Christian faith. They, they don't have the resources that you and I do here uh, in the United States. And so we have created a Bible study in all the languages of the world that local churches can use to invite people to come learn about Jesus, even those that would persecute them. And, Robbie, at the end of that 8- to 12-week study, as people learn who Jesus is and how do you die to self and how do you put on Christ, and when Jesus says, do you want to be great in this kingdom, you learn to serve. And so about 8- to 12 weeks into that study, people begin to press, profess faith in Christ. They're connected to a local evangelical church, and we at Bible League promise them a Bible. You know, what is so elementary to the Christian faith, so easy to find here in the U.S., is so difficult, especially where Christians are persecuted. And so they can't find Bibles, they can't afford them. And Robbie, that's where you and I, uh, as uh, followers of Christ, get to ask your listeners, would you step into the stories of people like Pastor Rusis and this Pastor uh, Ephraim there in the in the, the, uh, the Middle East who suffer on a daily basis? But again, they don't complain. Again, they count it all joy to suffer for the Lord Jesus, and they simply want to endure and persevere. And you do that when you can open a Bible and be reminded of God's precious promises. And today, listeners, you can send that at only $5 a Bible. Right, and all you got to do is either go to Truth Network or KingdomPursuits.com or dial 1-800-937-9673. That's 800-937-9673. So, like, you guys have these Bible studies. I saw the numbers. Like, they're spectacular how many of these things you guys have going on around the world. Well, you know, when I start sharing numbers and it gets into the millions, our eyes can gloss over. So let me say this. We we have the opportunity to bless about 240 people every single hour of the day. That's what the average comes out to. And uh, we've seen, golly, uh, millions and millions reach in our eight decades of ministry. We're on track to give out our one billionth Bible or biblical resource relatively soon. But, Robbie, we could not do it without listeners like yours that hear these pleas, that hear these calls to action. Uh, and they get involved. And um, let me just mention three people praying for Bibles right now, just to take this a step further. Ahmad is in Malaysia. He's a civil engineer. He was beaten by uh, radicals when he came to Christ, but he's praying for a Bible. Adesh is in Nepal. He's a tour guide near the Himalayan mountains. He was beaten uh, when he came to Christ, but he's praying for a Bible. And then Einar is in Zimbabwe, Africa. She's a widowed mother of three. Her husband was killed by the Boko Haram regime. But she has three children. She wants to raise them to know and love Jesus, and she's praying for a Bible. And all of those people, Robbie, and every Christian we're talking about today are people that we know at Bible League. The soil's been worked. They're members of our spiritual family. They've come through that Bible study we just talked about, and we're, that we promised them a Bible. They're waiting for that. And I can tell you, as the eyes and ears of Bible League, somebody who gets to travel around the world and meet so many of these heroes of the faith, it's a joy for me to let them know, hey, those Bibles you're praying for, they're coming, they're coming. And and the spectacular thing, I you know, it kind of blows my mind, is they get them in their native language. How many languages do you guys have again that, that you have well, Bibles for? You know, it's 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 hundreds, it's, it's, it's in the thousands. You know, here's what happens when we do these type of uh, wonderful radio interviews. People will hear this in great need. They'll say, oh, you know what, we got a box of Bibles in the basement. You know, that got replaced at church years ago, right? They'll rush down to a station. They'll say, hey, here's, here's Bible. Send them. Get them on their way. The problem is, if you are in Zimbabwe, Africa, and you speak Bemba, 
if you're in China, you speak Mandarin. You're in the Middle East, you speak Arabic. And English Bible does you no good. And so the intentions are great there. We always recommend the stations given to like a local rescue mission. But again, that's where Bible League has been uniquely positioned for eight decades, to be on the front lines, to be able to um, work with trusted Bible societies. We have our own translation team that works to translate in modern contemporary language where it's needed. And so, again, you can trust that Bible League will follow through with everything we're promising, and that's to get the Bibles in the languages of the receiver. And so, uh, Robbie, that's the unique opportunity we have today, again, at $5 a Bible. And again, Truth Network and Bible League have said by July 4th, when we celebrate our independence, can we can we also meet this important goal of putting the Bible into the hands of 3,500 persecuted believers? Uh, we're getting there. I think we're about... Uh, about uh, 10 to 15 percent there, and so your listeners are responding. There's no question about that, but a long way to go, and there's, if there's a group that can get it done, it's the uh, the Truth Network listening family, brother. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm blessed in my neighborhood. We have a Bible study that, you know, is in, actually, on Saturday afternoons. Oh, nice. And, and we had one family that was bringing in exchange students, and so we had a girl from Africa, and we had a girl from Japan. And, and the girl from, they were both teenagers and or they are teenagers they're not gone <laughs> and fascinatingly the girl from africa was born christian and actually when she came to america she was afraid she wouldn't meet any christians <laughs> <laughs> well that yeah. was funny and um so she was so delighted that we not only were christians but you know had a study there but her friend that came from japan you know, she really, really struggled with English, and, it, and all, she was not a Christian as she came into this Bible study. And and you know, we've been studying with her for I guess almost a year, and the and the the language barrier is is really you know you you think about the the advantage of having somebody in their culture speaks their language, and then they have a Bible in their language. Mm-hmm. Because as we've been, you know, trying to witness to this young lady and whatever, the challenges of the language barrier are significant. It's just yeah, huge. Yeah, we recently, Which, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Robbie, we recently completed a Bible in Japanese, and people there that are coming to know Christ, and I didn't know God spoke Japanese, so yeah. <laughs> That's so wonderful. We're going to be back in just a minute with Michael from the Bible League. In the meantime, just go to truthnetwork.com or kingdompursuits.com. You'll see the Bible League banner. Like you said, $5, one Bible, and 50 cents, 10. What? 500 cents, 100. You're listening to the Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And we're having a lot of fun today with Michael in the Bible League, hearing how God is, you know, taking his word all around the world. And I know those of you listening to the Truth Network are so blessed, like I am, to hear amazing Bible teaching, you know, every single day. And 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 hopefully you've been blessed by just 
you know, a word or two or 10 or 15 this morning that you heard out of the word of God that spoke to your heart in exactly the place that you needed it. Can you imagine being under the pressure that these people are and not having that available? Like we'll meet these people in heaven someday and they're going to go, oh man, you, 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 you don't have any idea what that Bible meant to me, mm. that $5 that you spent. Mm. It's, it's, it's just huge, isn't it, Michael? It really is, Robbie. And, uh, you know, I, I, as I travel the world and I meet these end users, pastors, evangelists, you know, just men and women who make up the kingdom of God, and I ask them, you know, what keeps you going in light of all that you face, all that you've gone through, all that you face on a daily basis? I mean, persecution never takes a day off. It's always there. And they say, you know, it's verses like Romans 8, the sufferings of this present time. They're not worthy to be compared with the glory to come. I mean, when you can open your Bible in the midst of being singled out, monitored, tortured, uh, beaten, jailed, threatened with death, I mean, that means everything to know that God knows you intimately, because a lot of these believers, again, in Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Latin America, Robbie, they're in places where Christianity, evangelical Christianity, makes up maybe 1% of the population, you know, to know that Christians in America know your plight, they're responding, they're sending you God's Word. I mean, to be able to open it every day, that's a, a true blessing, and that's what we're doing today. You know, if you throw in the words, Christian persecution in the news, you know, here's what you'll find. Um, in Nigeria, a college student, a Christian woman, was accused, falsely accused, of blasphemy by radicals. You know what they did? They beat her with planks, set her on fire, did the same thing to a man 74 years of age in another part of that country. We know of a pastor that uses Bibles that we've sent in previous campaigns, Robbie. In the country of India, there was a group that tied him to a fence post one day, 150 radicals. Lies were kids in school uniforms, if you can imagine that. They teach him to hate Christianity at such an early age there. They beat this man, nearly killed him, and yet today, with conviction, Robbie, he can say, it is a joy to suffer for the Lord Jesus. And so at $5 a Bible, we're sending these persecuted believers that we know by name at Bible League, all over those regions I just mentioned, um, and we'll make sure that we get them what they need in their own language. Christians uh, who have come to Saving Faith, sometimes only in the last few months. Uh, most of these stories are fresh. These are new believers. They need something that's so elementary to Christian faith and yet so hard to find as they are persecuted for the name of the Lord Jesus. So, Robbie, great to be with you today. You've been a great advocate for us. You've asked your listeners without reservation to support the campaigns we've worked with. Listen, truth listeners, you've hit it out of the park, if I can use baseball speak, and we're simply asking, will you do it again this time on behalf of the persecuted church? Yeah, it's such an honor. It really is, and such a neat thing. Um, as as we enjoy the Word the way that we do, and, and I know that, you know, that's the beauty of the truth listeners, is they you know, if you'd listen to the Christian Car Guys show last hour, you know how many people called in with just delighting, delighting in his law. And, and mm-hmm. so you think about, you know, one of my favorite passages is in Mark where he, he talks about, you know, those who um, leave lands, mothers, sisters, brothers, for my sake and the so- sake of the gospel, not fail to receive yeah. 100 yeah. times as many and 100 times as many, you know, mothers, sisters, brothers, lands, all those things, and persecutions. Now, and and it's been my experience, and I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but it's really fun to count your hundred mothers and count your hundred brothers and count your hundred sisters because I really, since I came to Christ... I've added like unbelievable numbers of mothers, fathers, sisters. It's it's a well over a hundred. 
But the interesting thing about that, all those blessings, one of those blessings that you get a hundred (laughs) times is persecutions. And how is that a blessing? Well, these people that are in that situation, when they read their Bibles, they can begin to count their hundred mothers and put their persecutions in there with that, right, Michael? Yeah, amen. I mean, it gives him perspective. Robbie, let me tell you, I was in the Middle East a couple of years ago. We were near the Syria, Jordan, Iraq border. There's a big uh, refugee camp there. If you remember after the Assad regime, a lot of these people were forced out, and they were in this camp of about 90,000. A small evangelical church that we partner with began to offer some services to these families. Many of these women were uh, were, were, were uh, widowed. In fact, the family that I'm talking about, um, he had died fighting for ISIS, this woman's husband. She had eight kids. She was a, a radicalized person. She wore the full burqa, only the rectangle cut out for the eyes. Um, she uh, encountered a program. She couldn't reach, couldn't write. She was denied an education because of her social standing in that part of the world. Um, but she found this program from Bible League. Uh, Robbie, one of the things we do is you encounter people, engage them in God's Word, you find out they can't read. You've got another problem. And so we've been able to develop a program that gives the gift of literacy. The Bible is the source of the reading assignments. And so there's Christian men, Christian women that uh, teach these programs all over the world. This woman was delighted to finally learn to read and write in the Arabic language. She had a big family. She had eight kids. And out of grateful response... She came to Saving Faith, led seven of her eight kids to Christ. Who was number eight that didn't come to Jesus? That was Ahmed. He was 14 at the time. He was a suicide bomber. He'd sold out to violent Islam. They picked a time, picked a place where he was going to blow himself up and kill others in the process. His mom knew this. She prayed nonstop for his salvation. And when it came, he was beaten nearly to death by the radicals. They said, we're going to find you. We're going to finish the job at some point. We caught up with him several villages over from where all that happened. And when I sat down with him, Robbie, through a translator, uh, speaking uh, English to Arabic, I said, Ahmed, what's your Bible mean to you? And I can tell you at 14 years of age, I was blown away by this boy's maturity in Christ. He said, Michael, he said, I can go here where Jesus says, they'll hate you because they hated me first. He said, I can go here where it says, persecuted but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. He said, I can go to the Great Commission where Jesus says, I'm with you always. And I've got tears in my eyes at that point. He did, too, because he had a great burden to see other young men, 10 to 20 years of age, who have been singled out uh, to become suicide bombers, do something awful in the name of uh, radicalized religion, and yet he wants to reach them. And I can tell you, the pastors around us, uh, the elders in that church, they said he's the real deal. There's a hundred that have already come to Christ. Now, listen, that was a couple of years ago. There's 200 more, Robbie, that have come to Christ. But anyway, my, my point is, he had a perspective. He had his Arabic Bible, and he learned very quickly in his walk with Christ. With a bounty on his head, I still wonder if they're going to find him and finish him off, but with a bounty on his head, he has taken the gospel there in the Middle East to people who need it most. He doesn't see these people as uh, the enemies. He sees them as a mission field. And at $5 a Bible today, we can give these Christians, new to the faith, members of our spiritual family, a perspective. And I can tell you, to see the precious promises of God played out in some of the most difficult places of the world, Robbie. It's There's an honor so many, yeah, there are in that hop story. on here and let your listeners know about this. Yeah, you just go to truthnetwork.com or kingdompursuits.com. The phone number again, if you want it, is 800-937-9673. 800-937-9673. There's so many aspects to that story 
that like first that there was this mom that couldn't even read and like what a blessing to 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 actually give her the dignity and the honor of of coming to know God and read about him and and then her praying and all for this poor young man that was so deceived and then oh my goodness how is he you know uh, like my friend Bob my Christian junkyard guy says what I thought made me disqualified made me uniquely qualified well this guy <laughs> is uniquely qualified to speak to these other young men that are so deceived as only he can and and they can see his love in his eyes as they're beating him, I'm sure. Well, you know what? Listeners, it's so tempting to say, okay, I'll send a Bible, but what's it going to do? I mean, come on. I mean, the, the world, it's a big problem, right? There's a big need here. That story came down to one Bible. It came down to one person willing to share what's in that Bible, the person that led young Ahmed to Christ. And I can tell you, one gracious God willing to bring people from the grips of spiritual darkness. God's making good on his promise to redeem the world, and we get to be a part of it today, Robbie. Oh, so beautiful. Again, truthnetwork.com or kingdompursuits.com, as well as 800-937-9673. We got one more short segment with Michael. So looking forward to it. It's so awesome to be able to share time with you, Michael. 800-937-9673. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion. I hope your passion, like mine, is for the Word of God and, and, and for the people of God, right? Like, he's given us this opportunity. What amazing times we live in when you think about it, that to love the nations, that, that God has blessed us in so many different ways to live in this country, to have the freedoms that we have to make, the money that we make, and all that stuff may not seem... You know, I know it's hard times right now, gas, all this other stuff, but it's interesting to me, and, and I can tell you this is one of the the ones that not only the Truth Network supports, Robbie Dilmore personally supports this one, and and I'm going to jump in as soon as this, this show is over and take part in this blessing, and I'm going to guess that I'll never even think about the money that got gone because, I mean, this this need is so much bigger than any need really uh, that I have um, it to think about, you know, women that can't read, people that are being persecuted, all these things, Michael, what a blessing it is to take part in this, really. Well, Robbie, thanks for being a great friend of Bible League. Your listeners, they've been incredibly kind to us over the years that we've worked together. We're coming back today. We're just sharing a few stories here and there of the persecuted church. These are people that um, are paying a heavy price simply for believing that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I want to finish up uh, in the country of India, but as I do that, $5 sends a Bible. We've said, can we do this for 3,500 persecuted believers? We want to do that by uh, July 4th. 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD. Robbie, you've been doing a great job giving out that number, and of course, Truth Network or the Kingdom's Pursuits uh, website. Uh, Just click the Bible League banner, make uh, your most generous gift. I know we'll hit that goal. We'll Sing the Hallelujah Chorus, it'll be gifts of all sizes. But one of the groups, Robbie, that uh, can benefit from your health today uh, is uh, the country of India. And this is the land of Gandhi. I can tell you, long gone are the days 
when Gandhi promoted a nonviolent Hinduism. Um, this is a place where it's a crime, uh, pretty much, to be a Christian. If you share your faith and somebody is unhappy about that, you can go to jail. And a lot of times when that happens, you're beaten, you're mistreated, your family loses touch with you. I mean, it's an incredible price to pay. One of my colleagues there uh, would, would hop in the car with his wife. He would go from village to village. He said, Michael, uh, I'm filming this. Let me tell you in the different languages. In Tamil, this says, no Christians allowed. Over here it says, uh, it's a crime to carry a Bible. No, no evangelism allowed. He said, "That's the that's the that's the uh, environment we live right now." We know a pastor not too long ago that he and his uh, he and his family were taken out to a reservoir, falsely accused of forcibly converting Hindus to Christianity. Robbie, they drowned the entire family uh, to make a, a point. There's no room for Christianity within the walls of India, and yet I can tell you, in unprecedented numbers, people are coming to say. I'm forsaking the world, and I'm going to follow Jesus. Um, one of the most humbling things I've heard outside of Karnataka, India, is a seminary that we support uh, at Bible League. We provide them with Bibles that new pastors can use. They will take these men, when they graduate from seminary, out to the edge of the town. They take them in a van. They've got shovels. They will dry, They will dig their own graves. Now, this will be the grave they'll be buried in, but it's a symbol to say we're going to have to suffer. We may have to die to see the gospel to go forth. Are we willing to do that? I can tell you, Bible League, now in our 84th year of ministry, we've been able to see that people are serious about Jesus. They're willing to suffer, and that's why we're asking your listeners to step into the story of these Christians. Let me tell you real quick, in one minute time, the story of Jay Ant. Who was he? At one time, a radicalized Hindu. Uh, he would burn churches. He would assault Christians, but God gripped his heart, he became a pastor, received some theological training, went through church planner training from Bible League, where there's emerging communities of believers and yet no church. We help kind of provide that training for that type of environment. And so he went through that. He said, God, where should I plant a church? Gets on a bicycle, goes into a village, where as far as he knew, never a Christian, never a church. And I can tell you, long story short, today in that village of 1,000, Robbie, more than a half of that village follows the Lord Jesus. Now, lest you think it came easy, let me tell you what happened. J.N.'s house was burned down not once but twice. His wife was assaulted. She was raped. Uh, many in the congregation have been beaten. Some have died. But with true conviction today, that man, J.N., can say, we count it all joy to suffer for the Lord Jesus, and we love our enemies. We want to see them come to the saving faith of Jesus Christ. They need about 500 Bibles right now. They're outside of Karnataka, India, and that's why we're doing this kingdom business today. Yeah, what an opportunity. And, you know, we can't even think about all that, that that's involved with that. But the cool thing is, from my perspective, is God is right there with them. And then they not only have Bibles, they have Bibles in that language, right? Which is, I can't even imagine trying to, you know, witness to somebody like that, but you have people in the culture that have the Bible in their language and, and able to minister to with people that, you know, that understand what, what it's like to live there and, and know what's going on there. I mean, it's really spectacular, the resource that, that God has given the Bible League. And so we're going to tell you again that $5 sends a Bible and 50 sends 10, 20, $100 sends 20 and 500 sends 100 Bibles. Again, it's truthnetwork.com, kingdompursuits.com, or 1-800-YES-WORD if you're good at... I'm not digitally gifted. I can't print all that out, so I just go with 800-937-9673. 800-937-9673. 
888-900-9673. Thank you so much, Michael. What a spectacular show. Opportunity to hear all that the Bible League's doing. Excited to be part of it. Joy to be with you, Robbie. Thank you so much. Thank you. Now, stay tuned. you got so much truth coming at you. Encouraging prayer, followed by the masculine journey starts here now. Then Nikita Koloff, it's time to man up at 1230 with a Russian nightmare. How fun is that? So much truth coming at you on the Truth Network. This is the Truth Network.